All right, welcome back, everyone. This is uh, Flow Radio. Uh, joining you, as always. Joining us, I guess. Joining us too. Uh, to my left is Kim. To Kim's left, Malcolm, and Jeremy. There we go. Um, You're Ian. I'm Ian. Oh yeah, did I say Ian? No, you did not. Okay, hi. It's, I'm Ian. it's not the first time, actually. In the very oh, really? first podcast, you introduce Everyone the rest of us, but you don't introduce yourself. There's people out there might Meh. be wondering who my voice is attached to you're very forgetful yeah i know forgetful uh, or forgettable forgettable both forgetful I forgot my birthday this year did you you did so it's i'm happy to have malcolm joining us malcolm is technically my boss he is not even technically you're just my boss <laughs> yeah i don't like to think of it that way though i think of it every single moment you're next to me <laughs> no i don't actually but uh, we have, it's been an, a really good, uh, working relationship, I think, because like you're saying, I don't actually think of it as you're my boss, but no, we, I, I try and act as more of a, uh, a supporter and, uh, and initiator and stuff. Yeah. Malcolm works largely for Metal Lab. Yes. Mainly. Yes. Yeah. I kind of bridge the gap a little bit. Yeah. Um, I am the lead iOS developer. And so I manage and build and deal with all of the consulting, the MetaLab iOS projects, as well as uh, the employees that, that work on them. And I also act as kind of a, uh, a bridged helper for the Flow iOS team as well, uh, assisting in architectural choices, uh, management of what tasks are being worked on and what's not, uh, and best practices and, and things like that. I think the reason... Well, part of the reason, but you're also you're okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a fanboy a little bit right now, but you're very good at what you do. You're uh, you're quite a good coder, and you you know you know what you're doing very well, even though you profess that you don't. But uh, I think that um, what's I can't remember where I was going with that, but uh, but I but I think that the oh the reason that you've okay I'm gonna start again. The reason that uh, you are in this role and you're in the role that of, of sort of supervising and overseeing and, and helping us with a lot of those like architectural decisions is because you've been doing this for so fucking long. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Tell So like, give me background on how long you've been doing this. Uh, well, MetaLab specifically, I've been working for, for just over three years now. Uh, I was the first iOS developer for the consulting side of the company. There were previous ones working on the flow iOS app. Uh, but I was the first one for consulting. Um, before MetaLab, I did my own business stuff uh, as well as consulting on the side and things. Uh, I think in total, I've been working on iOS specifically for about five and a half years. Um, maybe close to six. Not exactly sure. <laughs> um, but in that time, uh, I've worked on probably 30 to 40 projects start to finish. Uh so uh, a lot of stuff. Were you doing Mac stuff before? Uh, I have done Mac stuff as well. Yes. Uh, we've done some in the consulting company. Uh, and then uh, I've done some on my own on the side for, uh, for clients and, and things uh, back before I worked with MetaLab. Yeah. So um, you've, been, you've been in iOS almost since like developer access was there. Uh, pretty like close. Like iOS 3 or something or iOS 2? I, you know what? It's been so long. I can't remember. Yeah. I remember as the farthest back that I remember is building things for iOS 
one or something like that, yeah. uh, which was back on the, the iPhone 3G and the original iPhone was out then as well. Yeah. And I had to borrow one from a friend because they weren't available in Canada <laughs> to be able to <laughs> test on them. Right. Um, so that's like, I guess a, for me, I've, I feel fairly green sitting next to you uh, as far as like just having like just a sheer volume of things that you've seen. Well, there's the development background as well. Before iOS, I used to do web development, back-end, front-end. And I did that for close to eight years before working on iOS and Mac stuff. Oh, my God. Whereas... How old are you? (laughs) I'm 24. Yeah, I know. I know. You've been busy. I'm trying to think of what I was doing when I was 11. (laughs) Not that. I started doing web development in grade seven. Oh yeah, wow. I think so and like was work, was working professionally from grades like eight through twelve, doing consulting, uh, web front and back end development. Right, right. So you've been basically doing development for about four times as long as I have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I think that's like, uh, I mean, for me, sometimes I working to somebody next to somebody that's so experienced, it's easy to get down on yourself about like what you don't know. But then I realize I, I don't know much either. I know this is what I'm saying. You're modest. You don't you don't feel like you know much. But I but I think that's the same. Like when my my girlfriend was trying to change her Shopify site the other day, and she's like, I got so frustrated, I had to close it. And I and I tried to explain to her, I'm like, what I do all day is do things that I don't know anything about. Like I do I do things that I've never seen before. I'm not sure how they work, but I kind of get a general sense of how they're supposed to work, and and then I try and figure it out. Luckily, I have you to help me a lot of the time. But then there's also like pretty excellent documentation that we're using day to day. I've always said uh, as a developer, it's it's not necessarily important to know a lot as a developer. What's important is to know how to find what you need to know and how to research and how to learn. Uh, and knowing how to learn and how to use what you found is, is way more important than actually knowing how to do things. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's like, it's like I said, it's, it's easy to, uh, feel like you don't know anything a lot of the times in software development because they're like, basically if we're not pushing a boundary of what things can do, we would just feel like we were, you know, sort of on a factory line making the same thing over and over again. Yep. I think if we were just doing table views with interactables, default interacting cells and, pushing into more table views and stuff like that. That's what we, iOS used to be. And it doesn't really feel like that anymore. You'd get pretty bored. Yeah. <laughs> what about, uh, so you still have an app that you support. Was it Remodium? Yes. Yeah. What you say support. Yeah. Uh, do you <laughs> work, working at metal lab has mean, I'm, meant I'm very busy when it has been neglected. What do you, when was the last time you updated it? Uh, I believe it's been almost two years. Oh my God. So it's like still running iOS 6 or... Uh, it is optimized for iOS 4. <laughs> does it, does it, is it letterboxed? Yes. Ooh. And I think, it, oh, it's probably just horrible on a 6 plus. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you, like, you still seem to get like numbers from people downloading it though, don't you? It, it's still used. It was yeah. a very niche market. Right. It's what it was. What does it do? Uh, it is a remote application for connecting to Adium. Right. Which is a chat program for the Mac. Right. 
and all it does is it allows you to remotely connect back to your running computer and open and view the chats that you have and continue the conversations on the go. It was kind of like the messages app for your phone and Mac before there was messages. Right. Oh, so, and it's like one of the only ones out there. It is the only one that does right. exactly okay. what so, it does. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a lucky position to be uh, very specific. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so what, what are you working on right now at work? Can you even talk? I suppose we can't really even talk about, there are things that we have NDAs for, for stuff that we're working on, but. Yes. Uh, I, he says, I, I'm working on many things. Okay. <laughs> Let's just keep it vague like that. You've got an award near your desk. I I actually have three awards. Ooh. Uh, the 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 award that you're thinking of is the Get Her Done Award. Oh yeah, that's sitting on the desk. <laughs> oh, that, that wasn't the one. That oh, that's uh, new. No, we have um, we won uh some Webbies for the TED Connect application, which was the first application I worked on with MetaLab. Yeah. Um, and it's insane. It was insane mostly because of the deadline that it had yeah to to make things short it was it was facebook basically for the conferences for the ted conferences yeah uh and we built the entire app and services in four months yeah approximately start to finish and that was right when ios 5 was out i think or it was like a little bit after ios 5 was out Three so, years ago. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and so we were, I think you guys, I wasn't here yet, but you guys were um, supporting back to three or something. We were supporting the, the iPhone 3GS at that point. Right. So it was like four, I was four or something. Yeah. There was like some crazy requirement. We had to like backwards, make things backwards compatible to yes. four. Yeah. Um, what do you, what's your take on like kind of dropping old versions? I love it. i think it's it's getting increasingly easy it is yeah especially uh the ios 7 adoption was kind of the big one yeah was seeing that go what was it like 75 percent within the first week or something yeah insane and that kind of opened our eyes to being able to to drop those older systems we used to have to support three to four back ios versions Mm -hmm. like if you built for ios 6 you kind of wanted to support iOS 5 and iOS 4 as well because a lot of people still use those throughout the devices. Uh, but now with the adoption rates that we're getting, we're able to advance much earlier, which means much less work for the developers mm-hmm. and lets us take advantage of uh, new technologies and new features that are available to us that we wouldn't otherwise have. Uh, on the Flow side, you are also the the head of iOS for Flow. Sort of. I kind of consider Ian the yeah. the head of iOS Ian, for Ian Flow. Ian is definitely the person Ooh. that I assign bug tasks to yeah, for that's, Flow. Yeah. Um, and to triage, obviously, yeah. not just because I expect <laughs> him to tidy up all the messes. And then I just send them to Malcolm. For Flow, as I said, I act more of a, a kind of a architectural uh, assistant, kind of uh, helping out when necessary in terms of uh, planning and uh, choosing which things to work on and how they're going to be implemented and such. Yeah, I think that's like for me, I get a little bit, I mean, so much so in 3.8 that is released probably now when this is out, um, I get a little bit giddy about the things that I want to do with Flow. I think we there was a while there where there was like quite light support from us um, just due to like staffing 
constraints that we were like, I was being pulled on consulting projects. We kind of, we had Martin working on stuff in the background, but it wasn't like a full-time like steady release schedule. And so I get a little bit giddy about like wanting to push out new features and Malcolm actually really helps quite a bit in tempering my enthusiasm and saying like, wait a second, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's just work on this one thing. I think 3.8 ended up being quite a big release, but that was partially due to my giddiness and wanting to completely tear it apart. It's, uh, it definitely has a lot of stuff. I, like I know from being in the test channel that it, has been some of the features in there have been around since the summer, if not before. Yeah. Like we, you guys have been definitely working hard or in the hours that you can on, on sort of giving flow a new lease on life on mm-hmm. the iPhone. And I think working more closely with Malcolm has given me a lot more confidence to be able to do some of those things. I think, I think we realized, especially with, and this is something that maybe Malcolm could talk about some of the open source things that we're doing, or even just like closed source for for ourselves um basis for the projects that we have that we're getting a lot more uh strong foundation for our apps um for a long time flow was being developed uh, the the ios app was being developed almost completely separately from well yeah completely separately from all of our other ios endeavors and uh it it lost some stuff by doing that because there was a lot of advances that we were making by in consulting by being able to continuously restart on new projects yeah, uh, and being able to kind of see where we went wrong on the other ones. Whereas flow was being built separately and wasn't seeing these things and wasn't uh, getting that restart or getting to see the results of that restart. Uh, and so now with, with you and Jesse and Martin and uh, having you having worked on the consulting side and seen those things restart and seen where those failures were and where those good parts were, um, being able to carry them over to the flow side as well and being able to kind of intermix a little bit more with me working in both sides uh, and being able to bring over things that we've been building and, and internally for us to use and to make building these apps easier and faster and better. Yeah, I think that's when I came back to flow from consulting projects it was not necessarily uh it wasn't necessarily like me just having the new experience it was more like me seeing what it could be like uh, working on a on the flow project and so now we're sort of slowly and well actually pretty quickly transforming uh the way we manage flow more into a consulting like uh product something that we have um sub modules from our other other projects in that we're using these standard libraries that we're constantly improving with tests um and that's i think it's making flow a way better product yeah yeah it it when we reuse these these pieces it it helps because they're seeing use in more places they're we're seeing the problems and fixing the problems faster because they're being used in more places yeah um yeah, they're kind of battle tested. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, are there like what was the? I guess we sort of started using that the the sort of dictionary uh, system of storing our databases in. It was maybe a year and a, a year and a half ago, a year ago that that's come out. Uh, 
Yeah, we, we switched uh, away from a common modeling system about a year ago in consulting in terms of storing the data Yeah, uh, and moved to something a, a lot more lightweight uh, and a lot quicker. Um, and looking at it and, and seeing and seeing if it'll come over to the flow side of things is definitely interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, and again, that's my my giddiness about <laughs> wanting just it to come over. But it's like something where we're we're placing a big a big kludgy sort of amorphous piece uh, that is core data with something that's a little bit more fine tuned to the way that we work. And and the other thing is like a lot of the stuff we do is uh, interacting with a REST client. We're like talking to a REST API and we're getting data and storing data there. And I think since that's a pretty standard approach, it's, it's something that's nice to be able to, to use across other projects. What, uh, I mean, we've also seen a lot more personality get added to, uh, to the iOS app in this, in this particular release. And I realize that a lot of that is, is design based, but, uh, is that something that you guys have also been, I think Malcolm is, he doesn't like the, the fun stuff. (laughs) Is that right? I'm pretty cold. I I don't have much of a heart for that sort of thing. No, I'm a, (laughs) I'm a get it done, get it working, yeah, and and make it work well kind of person. One I'm of not our, too too big on the the fancy. One of our old um, our old iOS uh, guys used to say that Malcolm was the the robot and I was the heart, or something, uh, which I think is actually quite a nice way to put it uh, you know i don't feel it's nice uh, for you it is nice for <laughs> me but no but like i think malcolm really knows the like the structure of things and then when i get a, a bit between my teeth that i want to like make a confetti machine for this <laughs> process of flow that that i could do it and, and i so, will i will admit i've seen it it, yeah. it looks really nice yeah okay, it does. Good. it's good <laughs> uh, no confetti machines going into your projects anytime soon though but that's okay <laughs> Unless I could sneak them in in a pull request. Hey, if the client or the design asks for it. That's true. Yeah. I'll do it. We've got some standard code base for confetti now, so. Great. (laughs) What do you think of anything about iWatch or Apple Watch? Are you going to make anything? Have you got any exciting ideas for that? Are you going to get one? Do you care? Uh, No. (laughs) I'm not going to get one. Uh, The exciting ideas and things, is it's hard, especially with what was released for us. Yeah. the the APIs, the SDK that was released is, is quite limited and a lot more limited than we were expecting in terms of what we're allowed to do now. Um, I do expect probably, you know, six months later or something, they'll add proper full app functionality, just like they did with the iPhone SDK where initially it was just web apps and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so that's when I think the, the cool ideas will be, will be coming along. Uh, but I'm not much of an idea person either. I'm, I'm horrible at thinking of ideas. <laughs> You're better at sort of just taking someone else's thing and running with it. I'm 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 better at the execution. I, I take the idea, I build it, and that's that's the part I do well, not the creative. I agree. Side of things. I yeah. like that. Know your strengths. Play to them. All right. Thanks for joining us uh, again. Again, if you if anyone's listening and they want to talk and reach out to us and and. Uh, get us ideas or what they like or if they want to just talk to us or even just talk to Kim um, we'll put Kim's phone number at the end of this podcast and uh, or you can just uh, leave it on iTunes or email us or whatever Um, for Flow Radio I'm Ian Kim Malcolm Jeremy thanks for joining us thank you bye bye